And say positive things about this because these niggas got all the negativity. <laughs> they got it. I think they got plenty of it, so I don't need to add on to it. Um, I guess spoiler alert. I got, then I, I, I got some. No, you don't. No, you don't. I, I, <laughs> hey, I want to bet. That's all the positivity I need. I want to bet. I want to bet. Oh, yeah, he won the bet, and that's another thing too, man. I'm, as I'm trying to, I, I got I to show some of us with the bleach to y'all. This, this this was written by somebody, written and drawn by somebody. Like, Anyways, I'm, I'm getting off track, I guess. Just like this movie did every time, every chance it get. I don't know who's gonna edit this after this, but I need y'all to get the scene from when I said when we watched the trailer. Like, yeah, this is gonna be bad. Yeah, it'll be yeah. sixty-five. This is recorded. <laughs> 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 this is recorded. Ooh. If if uh, if it's bad, Charlie, you got to get on the stream with me playing some Destiny. Yeah, that's the. Uh... Yeah, I'm down. It's gonna be a long ass night, but I'm down. Yeah, oh, long night. All right. And for me, if it's bad, um, which I think is something that I. Bleach. Okay, so I'm not a fan of Bleach. Really? No, I. I, I don't know I'm how not, that works. I never knew. I tried. I watched it the first twenty some episodes. I'm like, this, this is. Yeah, it doesn't hard. pick up until about episode twenty five. Yeah, you didn't get to the Bronco arc at all. It, it's. I'm sorry. You so, the arc. So, so, so for me, if this is, if this is, if this movie is bad, like terrible bad, I'll, you know, I'll do a review of Bleach. I'll watch some more episodes of Bleach and do a review of that thing. Like, yeah, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. I, I need, I need that to play. I'll put it in there, damn it. I'll put it in there, you greedy bastard. I gotta bring some of the energy that we brought to the arcane video to this one. Um, remember, y'all wanna uh, rate it first? Y'all wanna rate it yeah, first? Yeah, let's rate this that's, shit. That's I mean, maybe that I said movie. Because it's gonna be a whole shit fest for y'all. So let me get, let's get the rating out of the way. For me, I will say this movie was an experience to say the least mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a six i'll give it what? a six it was very the i, I was hold on the mic let me is say this i had some enjoyable moments there were moments i enjoyed whenever yakya was on screen i enjoyed yakya uh abdul mateen the his second. name is dorpheus yeah his name is, is dorpheus i'm gonna be respectful because if i meet that nigga in the streets one day he, that nigga swole as fuck can i i can call him dorpheus in his face while i'm running well yeah. you're six four. <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably call you dorpheus and stuff like yeah i know i it was i need the money i had car payments that month that nigga then oh. obviously everybody loves keanu reeves i think keanu reeves sure. did what he could i don't, I don't love him after this uh, oh. i think i think he did what he could with this i think this is all I'm saying is this and Cyberpunk to drop in the same year. Oh, how much did he have to do with Cyberpunk though, bro? He That's, was there. The story was good. The he was. was the, good, he right? was the best part of Cyberpunk. He actually. He actually. I will say this much. 
he definitely showed up more for Cyberpunk than he did for this. Yeah, oh, bro. I don't even. This is live action. Before we get it, before we well, get it, live action is generous. But uh, yeah, oh, but, but but Charlie, you were you were giving your six. rating. Yeah, it was, it's it's a six for me. I give it a six. It's oh, yeah, a six. It's okay. it's it's bad, but it was. I, I watched the whole thing and I did like it was a struggle to watch, but sure. I didn't enjoy the watch. Fair. So I'll give it a six. I'll give okay, it a six. we'll go ahead and kill this it's, mic. It's a failing grade. <laughs> My, I'm, I'm not that saucy. I'm not that on the Scoville level on the hot ones. I'm not the, 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 I'm, not the I'm not the final dab. Um, there are some like, so, like, some things that are so bad they're funny or dumb in this movie. Um, so like the Merovingian scene, I was like, good God. The thing is, there's no reality in which several people didn't see this movie. The, the earlier cuts or whatnot, or even the final cuts and say, yo, let's not charge our binks this shit in half. <laughs> um, so I'm a, I'm going to be generous because I'm like, Dev, I'll give it a solid four. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, three and a half. Yeah. I'll give this uh, three blue pills. Um, oh, yeah. Two red ones and a purple. I guess, oh, like, you know, okay. yeah, okay. so, I mean, if I'm, if I'm putting it a regular number, I, this is a three. This is a, this is a three. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to let Charlie say the positive stuff. I'm not yeah. going to lay it all yeah. on at once, but I got a lot to say here. I will I preface this discussion say. by saying for anybody <laughs> that may have issues with our critique for if you like the movie or not, any critique we have of this movie, movies. any critique yeah. we have of this movie does not have to do with any of the the whole the the being woke and being leftist oh that's not because that was the whole thing people were like oh there's a black guy in the trailer or there's oh, a no. blue girl a girl with blue hair i'm like no. that shit does not matter that shit has nothing to do with the plot like the people how they look if it could have been trend the, the people with girl with blue hair you mean ad number one that's at number one but yeah let me go ahead go ahead because that's jessica henwick by the way jessica henwick again the single best thing in a prod in a project that wasn't that great. She was an Iron Fist. Remember that shit? She was by mm -hmm. far the best thing in that. She killed it in that. Loved her. Who was she? Who was she? Colleen who was she? Wing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was her. Yeah. I didn't even recognize her. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's her. And then, and yes. then she was the best. In my opinion, she was the best thing about this movie too. So I. So if anyone's trying yes, to throw some more. shade about that, uh, that, that our our critique has nothing to do with. Nonsense, woke culture, whatever. It's no, it's yeah. The news crazy. people were arguing about it being really leftist and being really woke, which we were going to do. Uh, don't look up soon, so y'all have fun with that one. <laughs> it's anything we say about this movie is purely from one, it's purely opinionated, so do not lose your shit over us saying it's a bad movie. If you enjoy the movie, you enjoyed it. Like, again, I enjoyed it a little bit more than these guys because I didn't go into it with high expectations or oh, I knew it was gonna be shit. And it lived up to my expectations. Hey, I love that his I mean, I, I lost a bet. I, I'm watching Bleach, man. <laughs> Every second of that, I'm like, fuck all this East. So, so he's yeah. bitter. Um, so yeah. we'll we'll get into it. I'll I'll you know what we'll let Otis start it off. I'll treat his thing like Beyblade and let him rip. Go ahead, bro. Uh, so I had a lot of issues with this that I also had with uh that most recent Space Jam movie. This movie was a walking fucking ad. Like in the in the beginning of the movie, you have Neo acting as a person who made the Matrix game while they just so happen to have a Matrix game coming out in a couple months. Like, this is an ad. Mm. They say, oh, this is owned by Warner Brothers. Guess who owns it? Fucking Warner Brothers. They have the blue-haired girl, right? Bugs. Her name is like, Bugs for Bugs Bunny. 
she has a fucking rabbit on her arm. Like a poor, like it looked like somebody stenciled that on right before the uh, they started filming. First of all, like what what the fuck was that? This was a movie that had so much hype from the first ones that you didn't really have to go super deep into the story, and they didn't. Like clearly, clearly they didn't. But to turn this into a walking ad for Warner, both Warner Brothers and your new game, like that's that's just kind of that's kind of cheap. I, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You got some. You got some explaining to do, Warner Brothers. Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. They did. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll pee that guy. number one done. Print number one done. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, <laughs> take a water break. <laughs> take a breather. <laughs> uh, it is very much super duper meta, and it's like the movie's having fun with itself and the properties by how much at the first 45 minutes it's been it's been documented several times how it's very much like the the movie commenting on itself and its past and then commenting wildly in the face of all the all the people who've seen it in the past as far as whether you're a fan whether you're a critic whether you're Warner Brothers it's commenting on it so much that it's like god damn even Deadpool was was like okay y'all need to chill with some of this stuff so it was that was that was alarming. It wasn't. It was like at first, like okay, this is kind of cool. It's kind of funny, and then once it gets to minute literally forty five, you're like, God, I can't. I can't, no more. No more. There's literally a twenty minute rant. What is the Matrix? While you're watching the fucking Matrix, why would you do that? Why would you do that? inside baseball? I can't. I can't do that. It's just too much. Too much. I will say. I'll, I'll try to get some some negative points out. Some of this is one hundred percent positive. It felt like a parody. Yes. A lot of moments. Yes. Like, Nose touch. That whole unnecessarily long scene in which they're developing the next game. Like you said, they're asking what it is and what people like about it. And it's like a whole sequence of events to where you're cutting back to him taking a blue pill, walking through a daily life, and then going to this meeting in which there are people like, oh, they like guns, or they like the philosophy. I'm like, what is this building towards? Is us seeing his daily life supposed to show us something about Neo's character or the Matrix itself, or is this whole thing like? And my mind, I thought it was gonna break. I thought it was gonna show him like slowly coming out of the Matrix, showing that repetition because he analyzes it. But no, he's just up. in it yeah. still. He's just there. He never questions it. Well, he questions it one time, but he easily gets snapped back into it. And you just have this long sequence for no reason. I'm like, what was the point of this? Like, there's a lot of points of this movie where they have scenes and sequences. That are there for set pieces that aren't good set pieces, but they're unnecessarily they're unnecessary. There's no right. point. Like this didn't move the story forward any. This didn't develop any characters or concepts for it any. I mean, it was just there to look pretty because they paid for it. It felt like it felt like we were being attacked. I never been I never felt like I was being attacked by a movie for liking a movie. The Matrix one was great. It was lots of fun, and there were like whole it spawned a whole culture around it. And it, it seemed like this movie was actually attacking us. For our thoughts on that on that first it, film, it exploited I I, our fanship of Matrix. Like right. that is exactly what this is. Like they like, oh, yeah. you like things about Matrix? We're gonna show a, a film clip of them, it's like, wait, and wait, show wait. you our our actual version that pales in comparison to a movie that came out twenty two years ago. How does that even fucking work? As Otis just said, a movie came out 22 years before and pales in comparison. I was thinking about the action set pieces. There wasn't any moment. I know you can't. The movie commented over and over again about bullet time. And essentially the idea is they can't, you can't recreate bullet time. I get that. But they weren't, there really wasn't anything or big set pieces or action 
scenes that I was like, oh, this is better or at least different enough from the original. It's like they're kind of like they're half-ass treading over the same ground and aren't able to do it as well as they did 22 years ago. How is that possible? 22 like, years how do you ago? make the fight between Neo and Mr. Smith look worse? How do, you, right. how do you do Less that? Impactful. That's my number one biggest thing that I'm disappointed in with this movie. I didn't expect a lot with the plot. I didn't care a lot with the plot. I expected to see good-ass fight choreography. And it was mid. It was, I wouldn't say it was bad, but it was mid as hell. Like, it was to the quality of, like, a low-budget independent film. Which is not bad, because I'm like, you did what you could, and it made sense. But for a movie where you're known for your groundbreaking fight scenes that copy something or that um, mirror something like Crouching Tiger, right? I'm like, you were known for this. Why are you not doing it to the quality that you did it? Like, yeah, like you guys said, 22 years ago. Yeah, and I haven't, out? and I haven't looked at the budget. We'll look at the budget here, but I mean, I can't imagine this had less of a budget than the first one. <laughs> Two hundred million dollars looks like. That's a lot of money for one for one movie. For mm -hmm. one movie, the entire Matrix. I'm sorry, the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy, which right. was nine hours theatrically, cost less than three hundred. This one movie that was two and a half hours. Like they spent two hundred million dollars on that. Like yeah. that. You could have did that for five dollars on the iPhone. I'm like, what did you spend that money on? Because there wasn't a lot of CGI. For Dorpheus budget, that's they they spent like. Them suits, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I ain't gonna lie, my boy Yakya had the fire suits on. That man's suits, that man's suits was clean. Until he was just a bunch of marbles put together. Yeah, that was. So we gotta get into that. So I will get say the characters. We gotta get into the characters. The characters. Well, let me let me get into the, the story a little bit. Um, I do enjoy the one good thing I'll say they built on the story into building into the um, off of what they did before, and as far as making the some of the uh, the AI from the Matrix cross over into the world, I thought that was a neat way to progress and show because they, they spoke about there being a treaty or some kind of like peace between actual people and the robots and them having some way to interact with each other. I thought was a neat. It was it was an interesting way to do it. I, I felt like it was it felt like natural like that felt like a natural progression within the Matrix universe in the story. Right. Did it? That's did it, it though. Did, to me, it did. Like, on like, paper, yeah. It took them sixty years with sentient AIs to make fruit, bro. They made fruit. fruit. The niggas don't have sunlight. <laughs> what the, what you, what no, but they do. They don't have sun. No, I, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's it's you gotta it does sunlight. Occur. After 60 years, there'd be so much more innovations or advancements. Like we've okay. all seen Korra here. In Legend of Korra, once there's no longer a massive war plaguing the people, you see the advancements with the, with the Air Kingdom, you see the advancements with the actual, where people are bending metal, actually building cities fast, quick, and things happen. For this to be 60 years with, ex with extreme technology, with actual, this is like sentient AI, and they have fruit. All Do you doing know what 60 years ago from today was? Right, Jim Crow. Look, I'll, I'll I will say this: the things about modern day and in core is these people have natural resources in a universe where you have no sunlight because the sun's blocked out by the pollution from the war. You have damn near no great levels of oxygen. We will talk stand about it, but when you play, have you guys ever planted something? How sensitive, like 
uh, crops are to the nutrients they need. There's no soil. There's no natural soil. There's no natural sunlight. There's probably not a lot of clean water. And you have to grow plants. How do you grow a plant? So that's why I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm surprised it only took it to only took 60 years for you to grow synthetic fruit when there's nothing natural or any natural resources to grow this fruit. But it's not just the idea of the fruit. Like, I mean, okay, I'll give you that. The fruit and the food, of course, that makes sense. Okay. But it's like, why is 95-year-old uh, Jada Pinkett Smith running around in her weird makeup in rags still? Like, why Why have they been why, why have they in buildings? Y'all are still in, like, alcoves. Make some buildings. Y'all have, you literally have machines working right they beside you. They have spaceships. They have spaceships. Crafts. Already. That what is are you funny. doing? That is what funny. are you doing with this technology, friends? You're in a you live in a okay, rock man. under oh, another rock. Because there okay. you can argue you have a good argument on either side of that, of where okay. you how fast you okay. think a society should progress should progress without natural resources. Because you, okay. you gotta have cotton to make clothes. What's well, so, so but <laughs> you do it. I like how with with two minutes we brought up Jim Crow and cotton. It's like it, it's like the same. We're getting, Please don't cancel us. Please don't cancel us. I do like the idea of what the treaty established by Neo is that the the uh, machines and the humans or you know in Zion are living together in peace. The problem with yeah, that is too. like where is the actual conflict? Like why is it? So essentially, there's Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris is the Barney bad. Yes, he's Barney basically Simpson. the Riddler in this movie. In his he's, he's this generation's Charlie Sheen. Oh, <laughs> like, where you're just kind of like there. No. Like, people, people I know know you. like that's a different not, level of insult. A, like, like, I don't know about that. That's that's like, I'm like, what, is, what does he do <laughs> outside of like doing some like mediocre? Like, I think he had like, one decent show and like some mediocre. Like, what does he do? Right, it's a. Like, I, I, do, do? I do want to put. He I want to put Doobie that on a MD. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> I want to put that online. That MPH is this generation's Charlie Sheen. Just see what the reaction it gets. Like, see what people, oh, how like they, just like, put it out from a ghost account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it on Twitter. And then run, and run away. Yeah, yeah. Just Drop that grenade and run. He was he was entertaining. Neil Patrick Harris was entertaining as hell. But it was I was curious. It's like, so what is the actual? the conflict here because we've established that there's supposedly a treaty or peace and it seems that these crops are thriving so i guess the real actual objective is to get in there and wake up neo and then wake up trinity but why is it that um bugs is determined to wake up neo if things are peace peaceful in zion they don't need and they're, they're waking people like i don't that's what i'm saying is that the plot doesn't quite add up there is no fucking sense it's like oh you're living in peace next to the machines right so let's go piss the machines off right like let's the way the way i'm imagining it i I thought the reason for them being there was to continue to try to wake people up out of the matrix and she happened to see him in the matrix and for whatever reason her seeing him like made her have a realization after seeing this man try to kill himself, I don't know how that happens, or if it's no, just you're the right. one shit, or so Neo. Neo had this thing to call with it, the modules, where he was like kind of essentially having where people could he was sending these things out so that people could find him. It took like whatever sixty some odd years or however long for them to find him, but it's kind of like why were they even trying to find him? 
that could, essentially if we have peace. Like, 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 you don't the one for anymore. What do you need for anymore? Like, like, that's that's the thing that pissed me off the most. I'm sorry to go on this tangent, but I got to do this. It's not even the one anymore. It's the fucking two. It's two yeah, of it's them. The two. Why? It's, probably, it's non-binary, I guess. But it's two of them. Right. A video I saw tried to make sense of it. <clears throat> tried. It tried. And I thought it made somewhat of a resemblance. When you look at computer code, they're all based off of ones and zeros. Mm -hmm. And the way I thought they explained it was the, like the one was the one in the computer code and like the controlling of code in general mm -hmm. but for the for there you have like supreme control over coding and computer you need the one and the zero so I, sure. they tried to make that a thing i'm like but even then you didn't fully explain what made the <laughs> one the one so how is the one now losing power and giving his power to somebody else but then getting it back somehow and right. then flying around and i'm just like i don't get it all the way for whatever re for whatever reason them two being together made them stronger in the matrix which i'm like what about those two because up until this point they've only had sex i'm like what is it about you having sex right and falling in love make you stronger together to break the matrix and not just break it but to make them the explosion the entire yes touch. i'm like i don't I'm not saying you. It's like don't do that, but explain why. Right. Like, I need I, to know I, yeah. why. This you is can do whatever you want. Just and, tell and me why. Like they were strong enough to overcome the reverse bullet time that the analyst had. Like, reverse what does that even like? How does how like, does he have control over him when you're the one? Nigga, right. you're supposed to be able to break the matrix, but the matrix now can slow you down. I don't. <laughs> but he's he for whatever reason. They were trying to, I guess, make enough crops, enough people, enough bad human batteries to sustain the matrix. Okay, and he would, as he said, the crops kept failing. I don't know why exactly, but they kept failing unless they had what enough power source, like Trinity and Neo. So he took their cadavers. I'm saying cadavers, and reassembled them with space age technology that's used to grow fruit. And with those bodies, he put them right. near each other, not so close that they would explode, but close enough that they'd know that they were near each other. And then for 60 plus years, those two were close enough to each other to pretty much breed and keep and to sustain the matrix. The Why the fuck were they matrix. exploding? Why did they explode? If they were too close, they'd explode. Why were they exploding in the second or third movie after they had sex already? Oh, I don't I, get it. You, you what changed <laughs> from the second movie to the third movie See no, no, now. I got it. Like, <laughs> gotta, like to like you have to jump outside the matrix to understand this, right? You gotta okay. go to Naruto. Okay. Once oh, Trinity got hit with the Jiraiya treatment with all those spikes in her back, it, all, it unlocked her chakras. Oh, but in the matrix, and then and then yep, and then Neo yep. went sage mode, right? Right. Then he that gave was... it to her and then got sure. it back though. Like it was it was a boomerang yes. sage. It was it's a boomerang, a boomerang sage. sage slash super COVID Unicron that gave them both mega power. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They took a purple pill. They they took the blue pill, mixed it with some of the red pill. Red. Okay. Put it in a sprite you and then they threw it back. <laughs> they cosmed themselves. <laughs> they they cosmed until they became gods. Oh. Here's the thing. That makes as much sense as what we saw on the screen because 
There's no, Deb, I know you have a nice full beard. Your beard is full. But you cannot tell me how or why or what Morpheus, like there's, there's literally a line when Dorotheus, aka Yahya, says, I am Morpheus. It's like, okay, we just established. Okay, he just is. We can tell, why, nigga. Why, 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 <laughs> why, why was he never present? <laughs> why is he never present? Well, that makes sense because he like made a version of him. That wasn't the actual Morpheus. Like, yeah, that Morpheus isn't Morpheus. It's like a computer generated version of Morpheus that right, um, right, right. Neo created to get him out of there. Okay, like, okay, so, so that when, makes. Now, when did Neo? Sense. When did Neo create this? Because this is this is this is the ball bearings creature. Creature. That's what I'm trying to figure out. When did you do this? In between you, it was it was sometime in those sixty years of him being dead. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes when he was so so his his, his <laughs> from beyond the grave, like Freddy Krueger on some kids. He managed to create a ball bearings version of Yakya. Now, why no. is it that he doesn't look like the original Morpheus? See, my thing is, it makes it, it I wouldn't even complain about him not looking like this nigga, but why did you put him in the most magnificent suits, no man, <laughs> and not in a black trench coat like you saw Morpheus? When was Morpheus ever he in a never put like, on a single trench coat? Bro. Some... Yeah, yeah. Oh god. All right, so this is this is back to real life now. It's not in the Matrix. It's not this Preach. is real life. Preach. They sent the script to Lawrence Fishburne. He was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, so they said, oh, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it, Lawrence. Now we're going to spend all that money that we're going to spend on you on his wardrobe. Fuck oh, you, though. But then they spent too much and then didn't have enough money to give Bugs a real tattoo. So oh, no. That nigga on that remix one. What the fuck it's is the that? The Bugs theory. <laughs> it's, 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 what the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> it's ah, but, but, why, why was it? Think about this: from the moment that Yahya said, "I am, I am Morpheus," he pretty much his character became like more and more and more less important. Like he yes. was, yes, he went. He had one scene where he went to the bathroom. Okay. And, <laughs> I think he was like, "Damn, smooth as fuck, boy." <laughs> like he, he, had, he had like, one scene in the bathroom where he didn't wash his hands. Thank you, talking to to, to Neo about whatever was in a yellow suit, and then he walked out shooting a couple of things. And then from then on out, he was just a ball bearings man that popped up occasionally. Didn't have hardly any lines. There's that big, huge group fuck scene where they have like the, that orgy fight where Morpheus is like kind of doing a, a punch here or there. But it's like, this is what happened. What did y'all do to Morpheus? Is it because Lawrence Fisher turned him down? They say, okay, we're going to fuck you over bad. I mean, you saw the movie. You saw the movie. They tried to like, they, they this movie was just a whole bunch of like, Hey, here's some new shit that's supposed to be philosophical. But hey, remember this old shit that you like? Remember that? It's still here. They don't it's go anywhere. Here. It's still here. We'll right. bring it back. We promise. It's still here. Here's no, a, a literal, no. a literal snippet, like a literal, like two minute snippet of a movie from 20 years ago. Don't go anywhere. You'll find some new shit. <laughs> I swear, we got this. We got the shit you like. I know that the Wachowskis lost their mother and that Lana was dealing with the grief of that. And that's part of what spurred her on to make this movie. So I'll give her that. It's like, okay, grief can do a whole bunch of things to you. Like, it can mess you up and that's, that's fair. But working through your pain, I don't know that is, if that's the best time to make something like this. This was when we get some of the best art known to man and music and artistry is when you go through grief. Yes, usually you can. It's a heartbreak. Yes, but this the matrix. The thing about it was the matrix had nothing. It was it was a very different kind of. It wasn't a person dealing with grief or tragedy. This is mainly a love story, like you said before, Dev. This is mainly 
it's like that's weird like on top of all of this they still made this like a like a romeo and juliet story like how does that even off, work right. literally flying off right. into the sunset doing twists they literally shit. fly off into the sunset barrel rolls and shit in the air yeah like star fucks on cocaine and so i was like i don't know about that so for example in um final fantasy 7 the creator of final fantasy or the maker or director of final fantasy 7 he lost his mother um, right before that game came out, while, while we think of that game, so that's why when Aerith or Ares dies, spoiler alert, you she can't come back. It's the idea of when, when loss happens, it has to matter. It, it's analogous to his own life. This is a love story where they defeat Neil Patrick Harris. So I'm like, I'm not sure how the grief ties into that. What's the central theme of what she was going through? Maybe there's more, of course, I don't know about, but it just seems like a weird project tackled while you're dealing with grief and i'm not mad at the love story i'm just mad at how far it strays away from the original point of the matrix i agree the original mm. point going into free will and yes. what is and what isn't free will and individuals being like you have all these other all these philosophical points yep. and then you just change that into a love which i think they did an issue with that in the third movie too where it kind of went away from that and kind of just turned into like a war but you go even further from that and just making this shit just a love. Like, you gave me the illusion that it's going to be philosophical in the scenes like the one we talked about before in which they're saying what the Matrix is and he's seen all the blue pills and shit. You give me the illusion that you're going to do what they did in the first one, but then right. just make it a love story. I'm just like, I'm not mad, but why? Por que? Por que? Yeah. Por que? And I'm not mad. I'm confused. I'm confused. They were confused uh, writing this, filming this editing Which, this a portion that could be brief <laughs> like I, I, said, guarantee that we're, I guarantee that like i don't yeah, know this, what this do. was one of those like misery loves company i'm hurt because my mom is gone so i'm gonna make you feel as hurt by what taking away it? something God, what if that damn. was it oh <laughs> sure it's dark as hell but i mean yeah, we can't prove it right. true uh, hey cut that shit out bro <laughs> <laughs> probably even jim crow hey. in here in cotton hey. i'm not cutting that part out either what's the point god damn oh my god hey that's all this nigga to the to the left of me. That's the other side. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, good things. Um, I will say Yak Yak in them suits again. Them shits were splendiferous. <laughs> them shits were splendiferous, my nigga. Them suits were immaculate. Very good. Now, now we can see your face. Okay. Hmm. Those like again, let me stop hopping in the suits. Um, good plot point. Oh, never mind, those aren't exist either. Um <laughs> the jokes? The jokes. The, the yokes and the uses were the yokes were nice. Whoa. The um, what, what, what were the jokes in this movie? Uh minute one to minute two two hours and thirty. Yeah. Was, Trinity being hot. Wow! Wow! Now we're throwing shade. No, you said no, 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 no. hot. Damn! No, God, I'm not, damn. I'm not saying that she's not. I'm saying that was really a joke where a dude was like, "Yeah, she's a milf." He literally like, "She's a milf." I'm like, Ugh, "Nigga, why you?" <laughs> I've been around dudes. I'm like, "Why? Why are you talking about a woman like that?" But nigga, like, yeah. she's right there, bro. Yeah. I guess you're talking like about a celebrity, maybe. But in that, like, in that universe, she's a random like dude. You're a random nigga. Why are you calling her a milf? And she. He, the way he said, it, I was that rubs. I was like, Ugh, I felt dirty, dirty hearing that. I'm like, this nigga talked about a woman like she's a porn category. Nigga. Like, uh, I don't yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a point. 
Okay. It's a, it's a, you, see, you see my search history, but they they I had it where. No, hey, well, yeah, no, I haven't. No, you don't need. No, to. no, <laughs> no, I haven't. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you know I meant by that. You know I meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm amazed at how well uh, Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves did look. I, I mean, they're they are in their like, late vampires. They, I mean, they they are in their mid to late fifties. Uh, and I, I am 40, and my knees just say nope on a daily basis. And they were out there running around doing their stuff. I was like, okay, that's pretty. I'm impressed. So I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it that. in his 50s. They're both in the 50s. Yeah, yeah they're both in the 50s. God damn, those niggas are vampires, bro. Yeah, I mean that's Keanu Reeves. It's been established he's a vampire. And Carrie Ann Moss aged really well too. Um, and I love how they. Yeah. So I was impressed by that. I mean, they came. They came. They showed up. I need to know whatever dietary plan them niggas at Pharrell are on. Whatever they're doing, I need to know what they're doing so I could, bruh. (laughs) Them and Pharrell don't fucking age at all a day. Ultra vegan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's hey, when I hit 40, I'm going vegan. Fuck it. That'll be good food, brother. I doubt that. Now we do need to get back to our buddy. Uh so there's the Here's one thing you need to understand too. It wasn't just Lawrence Fishburne that said nope. It was also your boy Hugo Weaving, who's very much alive still, who very much has been in other Wachowski projects. Mm-hmm. He saw this one and said, "Nah, I'm out." He's they brought in, now. yeah, they brought in Jonathan Groff, the dude from Hamilton, to be the new Agent Horror. Smith. Horror. I was like, I don't know. I why? I, I, why? why? Agent Smith I, can I, have a, Agent Smith can have a perfect hairline. I'm sorry. <laughs> the niggas hair, that niggas line can't be. You can't be hundred percent. No, his hairline. It's the same way hair. you can't be in a go conversation, and have a perfect hairline. You gotta have. You gotta be bald. You have that shit receding. Pretty it. much. Pretty much. That's what I stuff Curry for Otis. My bad. Continue. <laughs> no, all I was gonna say was, like, so y'all, y'all saw the movie. Y'all saw. Think about the two big bads in this movie. For the most part, are Neil Patrick Harris, and then Jonathan Groff. Is any part of that intimidating, scary? Yeah, that, that, that's that Topher Grace as Venom level casting right there. Oof. You know who that nigga felt like? That nigga Topher felt Grace like... is Venom? No, no. <laughs> he felt like he felt like um fuck I lost it. He that nigga felt like a older version of like Shia LaBeouf from the Transformers movies. Like, Even Shia, like, Shia LaBeouf is his euthanisms and the way he, I'm like, bro, you don't. Put fear in me, bro. Hmm. No. He's, you go weaving Like he's I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the agent, um, agent Smith. Jonathan, yeah. Agent oh Smith. him. Oh, I'm God. just like, bro. You seem Nothing. like a frat boy. Like you don't like. I want to. I want to punch you. Like a frat boy. I don't yeah. like you. <laughs> yeah. And, like I, they tried to make him like this anti-villain in this one. I'm just like, right. I, I don't like it. I don't like. Right. I don't. I don't like it. Uh, Otis in the previous review we did about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home Otis was talking about tension and you need to actually have in order for there to be tension there has to be stakes and loss and things of that nature right there's if you have a villain on a screen where there's nothing their presence isn't intimidating at all either with the MPH or Jonathan Groff there's no like sense of like actual suspense there's no drama there's no pathos there because you're like I don't I'm not afraid I don't care if you're being chased around the house by a a, a little uh, hobbit um, on, on a broken leg. It's like I, I'm not afraid. It, what? What's the pressure? Right, so, right. Question. Question. Uh, you taking 
The Vicious or New Smith? Which one? Why would you do that? Would you... I mean, I actually finished this movie, so I'm going to go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I it is been, it's shorter than the series, so. Wow. <laughs> I, I finished this movie, so I got to go with Nathan Smith. I, 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 would, I would take the New Smith also, because at least he's entertaining. Like, that Vicious is fucking... He was bad. He was pretty bad. Hey, I'm calling this movie Matrix for motivation of the coochie. That's pretty much what this ticket this ticket video the whole time is motivated. That's, that's literally what that's oh, literally what he's after. The entire... get, like destroyed by these machines. If I don't go get this ass, I guess where I'm going. Yeah. Was, hey, homegirl's like, hey, she's really peaceful right now. She may live a peaceful life and never even notice she's out of the bed. Eh, I want the box. Get her out of here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's like, no, no, dude. There's all the women out here. What are you doing? That, that was the, that, so that was the stake. That, that's, that's actually, let's get into this. That seemed to actually be the stake, right? It was him saving his old girl. And it seemed very clear, like, yo, if you get her, you could just, there's the two batteries coming together. You could destroy everything. Why is, why is he okay with that? I mean. I thought he just worked all hard in the three movies to like do the opposite and save people. Right. I was like, fuck y'all niggas, bro. I want this box. Y'all niggas left me in there. <laughs> yeah. Me in there. I mean, she's hot. She's cool. She's a MILF as that dude said, but it's like, God damn, come on. I'm like, you're so a world Honestly, if he wanted her so bad, he could have just stayed in the Matrix. That's what I'm saying too. Stay in well, the no, because Homeboy wouldn't have let her, uh, Right, right, because when they get right. too close, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they don't uh, generate as much energy, right? Yes, yes, to torture them right. to create the most amount of how was that torture? Like, like she's a, a mom in suburbia and he's a multi million dollar game creator. How that torture? Also, they, they how is it that they, they haven't bumped because you mentioned that he's a multi million dollar game creator, she's a mom in suburbia, and they live right next to each other, they're like right in the same proximity, going to the same coffee shop. Right. How did they see each other earlier, or are they or are they supposed to see each other? Didn't yeah. MPH realize if they saw each other, it would complicate things? He you said they're for... supposed to see each other. It's supposed to be a thing where you see her, but you can't have her, which is why he had her have a family where they can meet up and talk or whatever. But he can't get with <laughs> because, her I'm like, because dudes in the modern age don't ever. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, families. nigga, the way you, she's at a coffee shop for this nigga, you think they're not about to smash? This shit is a setup for a softcore right. porn. This shit is a voice setup. No, softcore porn is written better. I agree. I agree. Speaking of bleach, uh, but no, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, it's, hey, it's, it's you agree, <laughs> you agree, you said you agree, I agree that bleach is poorly written. Yes, bleach nah, is nigga, that's a core point. What do you mean by that? I think it, <laughs> he said that with conviction. Conviction, conviction, the plot line. Mm-hmm, I like <laughs> when I watch that porn, I have to take notes to make sure that it's got a. It gets those spell checks he, on he, it and everything else. He, he goes through Pornhub for the plot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 86 <laughs> pages later. Director. In the eighth so. minute. This uh, one here, I like that. I like it. Again, if you guys have any points and if you like this movie, I'm not mad at it. It was, nah. it was, you know, it was entertaining somewhat to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, it was some of the past time. I like again. I finished it, so it wasn't so bad to the point to where I couldn't finish this movie. Sure. Again, there were entertaining points. Some of the gunplay was cool. I guess it was reminiscent. It's hard to mess up the gunplay. Mm-hmm. Yakya was that's my nigga. Hey, I fuck oh, with him, and the suits were smooth. 
And <laughs> Yanu and Carrie Ann Moss were they were they were Yanu and Carrie Ann Moss. Cute. And Jessica Helmick. I, I like Jessica Helmick running through there. I was I, I was I wasn't talking about Otis. I was talking to somebody else about this. Hmm. In the original, I was talking to Otis about this in the original trilogy or in the original Matrix movie. They were originally going to have the character switch be trans, and so in one world, in the reality, like the real world, it was going to be it's going to be a dude, an actual guy. And then when it went to the Matrix, it would be a woman. And it's to show that her, because the whole idea is you're, you're in the Matrix, you're a projection of what you see yourself as. Sure and I was like, that's a, it's a very cool concept. And they didn't do it, obviously, in the 90s because it had been too progressive and it got, got, got some flack. I was really, really hoping that actually Jessica, Jessica Hemmer's character, the blue-haired character, that's how it would be for her. In That'd the be real cool. World, guy. And, and I thought they were going to do that. And obviously, the sense that, since the which has they've had their, you know, gone through what they've gone through, I thought they were going to do that. And that'd be a really cool idea. And they didn't do that. The one thing they're looking forward to the most with this movie, they found a way not to do it. So it's like, well, god damn. That's one thing. I didn't I didn't I didn't know that uh Warner Wachowski's was trans until later on. I'm so I'm like, if I would have known that, I'm like, you you try to put some of yourself in your art. Well, sure. I would appreciate a trans, somewhat of a trans story with that. Like again, like that you said, fire. and then you can explain a really why story. I would have she could be a relevant character because she's like one of the only people to do that. We can think why she can do that. Then maybe that can lead into why, if you really still have to give um, um, Trinity powers, that would explain that possibly. Some I, it would have made more sense. You I'm just like, you just pitched a much better movie right there yeah. in the five seconds you spoke right there. Hey, give me $20 million. Give me $200 million. $200 million. $200 million. I'll make it happen. I'll make that shit happen. Uh, Yeah. All right, guys. This has been another episode of the Then and Out podcast. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for the continued support. Uh, We appreciate you guys so much and for all you do. Uh, Again, we have a lot more stuff. I usually guys see with the new overlays. This is everything you can find us on. The Patreon is coming soon. Uh, The Patreon, we have it up now to kind of give you guys an awareness on it. But I think near the end of this month, early next month, we'll try to have it finished, have some dope content coming to you there. So you'll be able to see these episodes on an earlier basis, be more involved with the show, bring you guys on some of the live shows and kind of get you guys involved in stuff. And discounts on merch. We got more merch coming and a bunch of other stuff coming. So um, Danny's Dungeon. We have more Danny's Dungeon coming. Danny's Dungeon coming. And we are revitalizing the um, the the segment of Loose Cannons. Um, bring that back. And we're kicking it off with... Um, my, my boy James from Small Screen and our good friend Chuck Pinoa, uh comic creator extraordinaire. <laughs> and we'll get that started up pretty soon. So we have a lot of content and, coming and for you guys. We, have the next, we also have a big prize fight coming up. <laughs> Childish Gambino versus J.B. Fox as far as greatest performer. That's uh, Otis East versus Charlie Wilson. We're going to make that happen. I never agree to this. I never agree to this. Too late. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Could have been talking shit. <laughs> I didn't. I literally didn't talk shit. I... All right, you, said, you said Jim Crow. You you literally said Jim Crow. This nigga talking about somebody's dead mama. It's talking about somebody's yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, this has been another episode of the In and Out podcast. On that, no, on that note, on that note. Best podcast this side of the Matrix, this side of the universe. We don't do blue pills around here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys next time. Check and stay in the frame. They really fucked up the Mr. Anderson. Like, how do you fuck that up? Oh, you know. Just plug the clip from the first one.